ADHD Babes, the podcast, a podcast hosted by the ADHD Babes community for the community. Join us every two weeks to share in our babes' personal experiences, get useful tools and be educated by special guests in topics such as ADHD management, relationships, general well-being, tech and fun, culture and more. Please note, nothing mentioned during the podcast is meant as a diagnosis. If you believe you have ADHD, please seek professional advice and visit or join ADHDbabes.com for help with diagnosis. No clinical diagnosis is required to join. And now, you're listening to the next episode of ADHD Babes, the podcast. Hello, and thanks for joining us today on ADHD Babes, the podcast. Today's episode is hosted by me, Shauna, and me, Renee. And today we have a very special episode for you all. To understand who ADHD Babes are, we're joined by directors Vivian Isabel and She's the founder and director of the Community Outreach. And we also have Kessie Random, the creative director. Hi, ladies. Hey. Hey. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to jump right in and we want to know who are ADHD babes. So let the audience know what, who are ADHD babes and what made you guys kind of get involved and, and get this thing started and, and go and keep it going. So, um, so ADHD Babes is a support group for black women and black non-binary people who identify with ADHD. Um, so yeah, no clinical diagnosis is needed. The reason we started originally, um, well, I got diagnosed quite late. I think it was 20, I can't remember, but I was in my twenties. Um, and the person I was with at the time, they were super supportive, like trying to find like support groups and all these online resources. And whenever we would go, it was just very, uh, how do I say, um, very singular in the demographic. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> to be politically correct than that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it just didn't, I just wasn't really feeling heard or seen or understood um so I remember being a bit kind of anti like oh, I don't want to go but they felt like that was me not trying to understand and engage in what ADHD was but then I was trying to explain that actually it's just because I don't feel like I fit in or I'm understanding uh, so they were like why don't you just make your own I was like oh yeah good idea <laughs> um, so <laughs> jumped on Facebook and literally were just putting in any chat to do ADHD hey is anybody here black from the UK who wants to make a group of black women um did that in a bunch of chat rooms and then eventually created a Facebook page um and that picked up quite slowly but it was really nice to just speak to other people who were similar and what year was this this was 2018 yeah quite recent yeah um and then from there like it picked up again like um, me and two other people from the Facebook group moved on to whatsapp uh so we started picking up from there and then one person will say oh my friend just got diagnosed can they come oh i think my friend has it can they come and then it literally just grew quite gradually from there and then lockdown came um and one of um one of the co-founders suggested that we start um zoom calls and then we started doing that we made a twitter instagram and literally again it just started to roll like someone would tweet about it or someone would tell their friend 
and it just slowly picked up over time. Um, and then Kessie magically came into my life. Um, and yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been magic ever since. Yeah, I um, I one of my friends, I got diagnosed when I was 26. Um, and I didn't know anyone with ADHD. I didn't, it, it was introduced to me really for like the first time by the, by a psychiatrist. Um, Cause I always assumed that it was just like um, young white boys that got that had it. Um, so it wasn't really on my radar, but the second they said it to me and I started research, I was like, oh, okay, this, this sounds like exactly what I'm going through. Um, so, but yeah, I didn't know anyone with, ADHD um, and any like support things I did find just didn't really resonate with me. I didn't feel like I belonged. Um, so that then about like a year later, a friend recommend like saw on Twitter this support group ADHD based. Um, and I it took like three attempts because then like the waiting list was so long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was so hard, but then like finally I got a space on it um and like I remember I remember how I felt after the session um just like really validated and held and like for the first time in a long time I felt like um okay like this is something I can work with this isn't something that's going to hold me down actually like I've just shared a space with 30 amazing people um it's like this is going to be okay and I messaged I did. I don't know if I messaged you, Vivian, like directly or messaged ADHD babes, but um, to ask like if I could volunteer and help. And yeah, man, I've been doing that ever since. Rest is history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it does. I do feel like the Instagram is your friend because that's how you found yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And it changed my life for sure. Definitely life changing. I'm always reaching out to you, Vivian, saying this is so amazing. <laughs> Literally yeah. every time you mess it up, I'm like, <laughs> working kids. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. So, so happy. So happy. The community. Yeah. Do you feel that the community's like, because the community's grown, that's allowed you to kind of expand what ADHD Babes is and what ADHD Babes offers to their community? Because, you know, obviously you're all volunteers. So yeah. you're doing it in your spare time and we all have ADHD. So that's not going to be easy as it is. Yeah. <laughs> if we start now, we won't finish. But, <laughs> but no, legit, like what I mean, because it was really tough when we first started. Um, it was me and the two co-founders. Um, and like you said, you know, we're all volunteering our time and also trying to balance life. So unfortunately, they had to step down. And there was a period where I was juggling everything on my own. And honestly, I was so close to just packing it all in. And um, Opus, who leads the support group, um, and Kessie literally came in at similar times um, with another volunteer as well. Uh, if they didn't come at that time, oh God, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. So I think the consistent support from community, like people always come into sessions, because like it, the sessions don't exist unless people come. And also mm. they're not warm and supportive if people don't come with that. And I think that's what always like, keeps me going and it's so inspirational people show up and as they show up they're just so loving so warm they're all seeking community and they create it with how much they hold the space for everybody so yeah because when we first started we had so many ideas and like we managed to tackle quite a few but they would have just stayed ideas it's like 
the constant support from everybody that actually makes it an actual tangible thing. Um, yeah. 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 So then I guess um, I have a question. Obviously, you both mentioned finding out you had the diagnosis and then what was it like, like the first time you were like, oh, is this the reason why I'm the way I am? Like, what was that experience when you just had a label for your life? It's still an ongoing journey though. I remember at first feeling like, kind of like a bit of, a bit relieved because I'd been struggling for so long um and all of it like it kind of all made sense I definitely had that initial like oh okay but like very soon after um like I I had a lot of like grief for like the like I guess the childhood that I didn't have or the life that I didn't have because I didn't have the support I needed and that I held all of these like beliefs about myself um that like just came down to ADHD and these things that I thought were like personality flaws were actually um, th this condition that like no one had spotted or like helped me with. Yeah. Um, so that was hard. Um, yeah, that was a hard thing to move past and like kind of like reframe how I think about it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah, that was that took a took a while I mean it's still ongoing you know like these things it's like a a squiggly line um yeah. rather than like a straight one but um I'm grateful for it you know but yeah yeah no I agree I think it's not yeah it's not linear um and sometimes it's like you think you've made lots of progress and then something happens you're like oh here I am again <laughs> <laughs> oh this seems familiar um but yeah, I think in general, I can't remember someone said it in, in the support group, like the analogy of like, it's a spiral that's going upwards. Uh, mm -hmm. So like once you get the diagnosis, sometimes it does feel like, oh, I've been at this same spot before, but actually you're at that same spot, but it's getting easier and you're getting, yeah. you know, you're realizing faster, you're figuring out your triggers faster. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for me, um, probably the biggest kind of like, oh, my life can be different is in terms of like how I manage my emotions because that was always like the big that was my big biggest problem probably uh, like managing my temper or like just managing the emotional shifts yeah. um and once I became aware that that's linked to ADHD I stopped like internalizing that there's just something wrong with me or I've got anger issues because I was always like labeled on me from from young um and then being able to like communicate that oh listen if you do x you're going to provoke me to do y so please don't do that <laughs> or just being able to remove myself from spaces where people will continue to provoke me in that way because I just don't want to be that person so mm. yeah just like taking accountability for it in a way that's not damning myself um yeah and trying to accommodate like what I actually need to be that person I think that was that was huge for me um but yeah similar to Kessie like it's not a finished journey um but it just feels like you're not just drowning in a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense it doesn't feel great like at least now you've got a bit of a lifeboat so you're still in the waves but yeah. you're like I know why I'm in the waves right now and I know they're going to stop eventually mm. yeah. oh, oh. love the analogies yeah <laughs> <laughs> just me I'm learning to swim. I'm learning to swim if the boat is not working I'm gonna swim yes <laughs> Okay. Just writing these down, be like, this analogy. <laughs> I think, um, 
like getting the so like I because I never particularly struggled in school um mm. like my problems came when I like tried to go into work straight after uni and like I had to kind of like manage myself and like manage my own deadlines and like get somewhere on time I don't know all of a sudden um like it all became like that's when like the crisis happened and I got the diagnosis um but I think having it meant that um it's made it a lot easier for me to communicate what I need to people like not just like in work but like with family and stuff like what you said with like knowing what is going to trigger like my emotions or like when I'm not able to take in information or when I'm like particularly like feeling a bit too chaotic so like warning people do you know what I might be late right now and I don't know it's like helped having knowing it and having something there to be like I'm not just making excuses this is an actual mm. thing that's been mm. um really helpful too it's just easier we should yeah. I feel like we shouldn't have to do that but in the world we live in we do yeah I feel like with our lives as well we deal with so many intersectionalities like we're yeah. black we're women and we exactly. also have like mm. how many more can you add on to our list yeah. like I know we're men chucking mental strong, health yeah. chucking yeah. mental yeah. health as well yeah, yeah. chucking that way you know first generation chucking mm. like where you grew up how much money your family make ah oh, god Exactly. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm. It's a lot more than a lot, I think. And we're still yeah. here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Driving. Driving. Surprise. <laughs> I think as well, mm. like um, our backgrounds, mm. like you said, first generation. I'm actually second generation, so I'm unique. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm second generation too. Were well, your parents born here? Yes then yeah you'd be second oh. generation mm. my grandparents were the ones who immigrated yeah, my grandparents mm. Mm. so okay. I, I I get got my parents got all of the racism and I just mm. got minute bits of it so mm. thank you parents um, <laughs> but, as, but that doesn't mean just because I'm second generation that there's not those cultural traditions yeah, yeah, so yeah. there's the expectations of what a black woman should do like it really annoys me like that you literally have the guys like sitting on the, the sofa but you expect me to come help you cook like what well, one yeah 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 what is this yeah. so it's kind yeah, of like yeah. that always like I always got really annoyed at, like that that um, difference in equality between the genders that is kind of mm. like even this this mm. extra thing is just like weighing mm. down but it's so good that we can build a community of people who are in the same boat and you mm -hmm. can say it you can understand it one of the things that I love about the support group is you say anything and everyone's like mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah <laughs> Like fingers clicking, yeah, yes, girls. Yeah. Speak on it, sis. Yes, yes. And it's funny when the camera, like, everyone's muted, but it's the heads. Yeah. <laughs> and then the chat yeah. keeps popping off. Yes. <laughs> oh, gosh. It's yeah, it's really hard. Mm. I think the whole, like, oh, go on. No, 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 you go. Um, no, I was going to say, like, the whole gender role thing is it's interesting because it's like, like you said, it's thrust upon us. And I always it's always difficult when I think of like my ADHD I find it hard to initiate like starting to, like, cooking any meal if mm. I'm like if I'm with someone and it's like a social thing then it feels more like oh, okay yeah we're doing this thing together but if you ask me on a random day stand up and go ah why <laughs> <laughs> 
what I mean? So even that balance of like the cultural pressures as a woman for me growing up and I'm of Nigerian descent, mm, like it just mm. heavy, heavy, heavy. Like, very heavy, 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 mm-hmm. heavy. My auntie oh. recently, I, I, t- I disclosed my um, diagnosis oh. and I said, what is ADHD? What is that? I'm like, okay, explaining it, breaking it down. You don't have it. You're healed in Jesus' name. Amen. And I'm like, okay, I can laugh at this, but guys, this is real. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So that cultural aspect is a yeah. big part, you know. hundred. Infuse religion into that as well. It's just mm. it's the whole thing. And it's yeah. also like the, the fact that like black people in general just don't talk about mental health. So the fact mm-hmm. that you've got so many members here, we're all mm-hmm. of black descent or in some way, shape or form, you know what I mean? And we're all talking about it. Mm. Yeah. Changing the narrative. Yeah, I was going to say as well, like that's um, just talking about family, like when you start realising how many members of your family probably have ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> that one. And you're watching them like, okay. <laughs> I see it. Would you, would you like to be like this question? Oh, oh, how often do you forget things? <laughs> <laughs> I can see clearly now. Oh my god! <laughs> you know what? Yeah. I actually do. It's the pottering. It is. It's deep. It's like um, when I was younger, my grand used to like lay on her bed. I lived with my grandmother, and she used to lay on her bed, and her foot would shake. And I'm mm. like, Jima, this I call her Jima. Um, what are you like? Why do you do that? And she's like, Oh, I don't know, blah blah blah. Now I do it, and I'm like, yeah. Thank you, woman. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the yeah. matriarchal, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've given everyone their diagnosis, they don't know, they yeah. Don't know. yeah, yeah. Like, it's for you me. got it, you got it, you, you get ADHD, you get <laughs> ADHD. <laughs> no, but I think, even like, with um, like, I think as well, it's, I don't know, at least like especially with like a later diagnosis you gravitate towards people that kind of accept you don't you so I noticed mm. then silos in like your friends like maybe this is why we're friends because that we're one. just as chaotic as you have seeing it everywhere and it's a bit like am I just giving everyone ADHD or did I just <laughs> surround myself with people who are also neurodiverse? No, I sent my friends one of my friends I, I sent her like um is it, is it a questionnaire yeah 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 yeah. and I was like come on come on join the club join the club she's like yeah no I really don't have it I'm like oh that's unfortunate (laughs) but it's a spectrum though sorry no no I've had a few friends go um to get the diagnosis and like get on the waiting list and stuff Mm. is that because you told them about it yeah yeah Yeah. that's good because yeah. well, at first I was so, I was a bit, um, I don't like, obviously there's a lot of shame attached to it. But when I got more mm. open about it and obviously started doing like ADHD videos and stuff, yeah, I would tell anyone. Yeah. And then being so open about it and just being like, oh, that's my ADHD. Then they're like, well, I do, I do that a lot. Or, yeah. you, you know, sometimes when you're talking about it, it sounds like this. And I'm like, well, why don't you just, you know, that psychology thingy testing. Yeah, yeah. You just have a look at that, see what you think. Yeah. And then uh, tally up your points. Yeah, I've had a few of them like on the waiting list now. But the waiting list is like mm. two years long, aren't they? Yeah, it's awful. It's also, <laughs> I'm guessing awful. got a lot worse after. Oh, it did. Um, I mean, I, I'm a pandemic diagnosis, so I, you know, hands down. Yeah. But, you made like, it. Well, I went private because oh, my no. ADHD yeah. means it's that if you're it. not doing it right now, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Mm. I hear you. So it's kind of like, 
um, if I, I like you telling me you're gonna like wait two years to do something, I'm not even gonna be bothered by then. And <laughs> I need help now. Like I can't believe yeah. that like, I'm trying to get my life sorted right now. Like I mm-hmm. don't need you telling me no, no, no. You need to do it. And, Hello, do you not know what this thing is? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The lack of resources is is insane. Like even me, I've already been diagnosed. I got discharged for missing appointments. Ha ha. But <laughs> <laughs> the whole process is so not ADHD friendly as a joke. The logic, it's just very back to front. I remember very they sent me this letter, and they were like, "Please try not to miss your appointments. We understand, like, because you have ADHD, you might, but please don't, like." <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll just turn it off just for you. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Their logic is two out of ten. It's two out of ten. They, I didn't yeah. even get a we understand. I was just told if you miss two more appointments, then you're out. Really? <laughs> yeah. 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 Because oh, they kept forgetting to send me prescriptions. It was like, oh. this, is, this is so hilarious. Did they need you're a diagnosis? You're supposed to be the neurotypical one, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, man. I've been on the waiting list for like two years and I've already been diagnosed and this is just to get a review. So I can't yeah. even imagine for people that are like trying to go through the process from the beginning. Um, yeah. So you said 2018. So how long you, did you go through the NHS? How long was the waiting yeah. list then? To be fair, I did it in 2017 and it wasn't that long. I don't remember mm-hmm. feeling like, oh my God, it wasn't mm. long. Like, was so like I don't know. Six months. Yeah. Yeah, but I think mine was about different- that. I didn't, I was already under the mental health services though, so I reckon yeah. that might have been why it was okay. quicker. But then whenever I have asked for a review, I've only waited a month. Wow, mm. that's good. Yeah. So I, I didn't, but then, um, like, literally anyone else I've spoken to hasn't had a story like that, so I think mm-hmm. it was lucky. It's yeah. the ghetto. It's really, really <laughs> no. It's no. I, I have a lot to say on this topic. Honestly, <laughs> say uh, it. No, I'm gonna speak my speech. No, honestly, the other day I was speaking to a doctor and I was like, no, seriously, this is this is this is wild. Like, mm. why is there such a long waiting list? We're suffering. We're going through so much. Like, it's just you know, this is mm. this is this. It's I don't have the words. It's just not acceptable. The, the doctor saying yeah you know um but obviously as you mentioned Kessie that it just was deemed as being this condition for children and it's only relatively recently so there just aren't enough specialists there aren't enough people who have studied um and I really want to see a shift because I just think that Mm -hmm. it impacts our life in so many ways for it to be deemed as being you know not as complex as other mental health conditions or Mm. just it's very scary because as said like it's make or break for a lot of people I think for me yeah, I was at yeah. that point mm. and I just realized I've got to be dramatic bring out the GCSE <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my GP they listen everyone knows my name every day <laughs> yeah yeah it's me yeah. again it's yeah me again. really really <laughs> it's me again tell, me, tell everybody uh, until they turn them. around and tell you you can't have ADHD because you just scored us every day <laughs> <laughs> I have my theories on why the NHS is so backlogged and um, I'm not going to share them because I'd have to cut it out of the podcast mm. <laughs> um, but, I have feel- I, but in general I, I pull it down to aging population mm. yeah yeah and I've, that- I've heard this I've the two two groups don't yeah. need the same things and so you're stretched thin and yeah, that's all yeah. I'll say because sometimes people might think I'm ageist. I'm not. I love old people. Old people love mm-hmm. me. But <laughs> it's just the yeah, way it yeah. is. But I do think yeah. that's exa- exactly why I love 
the fact that ADHD babes will allow people to come who have not been diagnosed yet. Yeah. It does not matter. Even yeah. if you end up getting a, di- a different diagnosis, mm. yeah. people can be here. And, and I think it's, it's so, with waiting lists like that, not everyone can afford to go private mm-hmm. or no. find places like I did where they'll let me pay on a payment, payment plan mm. or, or like that. Or even that might, not be, that might be too much money for you. Mm. So, yeah. And the, the, the process is quite um, invasive. From, like, mm. they ask you like they ask you to like really <clears throat> childhood and like yeah that was like quite that was quite difficult you know like mm. to talk about um you know like what things were like in school or like whether you got trouble at home or like things that you kind of used to get labeled with mm. um and just like have to relive it in like a really stuff. clinical sit- setting yeah because they're not the most empathetic characters <laughs> either <laughs> like that even (laughs) like if you I think sometimes like there should be a question of like if you like believe if you think that you have ADHD and you identify with it like really ask about like the like the benefits of going through that whole process because it's good for like with work accommodations and things like that but Mm. if you feel like you can manage without those things um again it's like a thing of like you should be able to communicate your needs regardless of any diagnosis yeah yeah. if you feel like you can like really ask if you want to like go through it because it is stressful it's a lot of chasing that's so Mm -hmm. energy taxing especially if you have adhd like i had to chase my prescriptions every single month they never sent them to me on time i had to deal with um Psych- psychiatrist told me I just like been made redundant. Psychiatrist told me, Oh, yeah, it makes sense they'd make you redundant because you've got ADHD. Wow, <laughs> like, Say, that's wow. what I was dealing with. So it's yeah. like, I'm really glad I did it, and you know, it really helps now getting reasonable adjustments. But actually, mm-hmm. what I realized is a lot of the adjustments that I had, I probably could have asked for without mm-hmm. having to have gone through that process, mm-hmm. you know, because that knocked me back a bit. Mm-hmm. Just having one very like emotionally vacant. Mm-hmm. They are literally. I'm like, are you a human? Are you, hello, is somebody there? It's so scary to me. How are you supposed to be helping? And you're just looking at me like robot. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's quite it's so wild. I don't, yeah. I don't understand it. I, I, yeah. I think it's more weird when they when you're like they're talking to you, and you you must have spoken to loads of people who have gone through this process, and they'll yeah. say something, and they'll be like. And, and give you like this wow kind of look yeah. and I'm like, seriously I'm not even that bad like mm. but you're still giving me judgment but I'm just gonna yeah. ignore it just, and they're not supposed to judge they that's shouldn't the whole be point. judgment like, yeah I, like your I, whole approach yeah my heart like they shouldn't you're meant to go there and be really honest about how this is impacting your life so like for me mm. I, I was like I was off the rails like trying mm. to manage everything um and I go there to the space that was meant to be like meant to help me and I tell her well this is what I've been doing this is how I've been operating my life because trying to seek out dopamine trying to do whatever mm. I can to make things work and yeah they just they do they just sit there and judge you and it's like well mm. I won't tell you this stuff then and then you yeah. won't know and then like it's, oh, yeah, it's a bit of a cycle isn't it and I, I mean it poses a whole wider question about the whole healthcare system the whole like misunderstanding yeah. of neurodiversity mm-hmm. then you add on like the fact that we're black women or like we're um black non-binary people like the whole treatment of us within the spaces is yeah. always going to be 
like on the fringe anyway but the whole yeah. of ADHD is already misunderstood it's already like the services don't have that much money they don't have that much resources but mm. I just I always find it strange anything that's people facing and I meet people and they're not people people people, people. yeah I'm just like well why did you come here yeah, <laughs> you could have been anything in the world like, to come here. when you're dealing with like really vulnerable people I just can't mm. I get, like, like, you have to have I, I can understand like it must be difficult constantly day in day out meeting people who mm. are like in really vulnerable situations so you have to have some level of like disconnect but like to be mm-hmm. that disconnected like to actually ruin someone's day because you couldn't be bothered to just give them to some empathy energy, some like. eye contact babe some eye contact. <laughs> no 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 there's one doctor i swear to god oh lord oh, no, you're not god. even name and shame but no, no, no. <laughs> tell you what tell you what on on that note yeah let's just talk about community why is community so important and how has it impacted both of your personal journeys with adhd and just overall well-being We should do that in parts first part letter one the community why is community important? <laughs> um i guess it's like the sense of belonging isn't it not feeling alone mm. um i think like particularly through um the lockdown we were all quite isolated i was very isolated um and I don't know, having somewhere where I didn't need to perform or mask, I could just shut up as myself, um, was like, like on like a very basic level, just like um, a relief, like it was like, oh, I can socialize and not get tired. Um, Mm. But then on like the other side of that, it was just quite like validating, um, like gives you the confidence to then go out outside of that community and also be yourself you know so it's like okay if these people can love me and accept me as I am then everyone else should be able to and that's it you know Mm -hmm. yeah no I agree I think yeah first and foremost it was about like not feeling alone and because I didn't understand ADHD and to be honest you read some of the stuff online and it just sounds so like harsh and cold and like Mm -hmm. there's all these negative statistics about you know you know what high rates in terms of incarceration low rates in terms of like maintaining marriages and things like that like it just felt like a very negative experience doesn't it also um, sound like exactly how they ex- they would describe black people the medicals like the thing is it's very textbook right. and mm. that's leading back to what we were saying before it's like they're telling us about our, our lives and experience, but they're so disconnected from it. Mm. So, so yeah, that's why a community really is important because then you're like, oh, I just feel so seen. Mm. Yeah. It's not just like random stats and numbers. Yeah. It's actually, and that's why the support group was so, because yeah, obviously it was, I think every aspect has different elements for it. Like the WhatsApp chat is great because it might just be a random comment and then loads of people relate. Um, but yeah, the support group, I've got like a special space for it um because like being able to see a sea of people that look like you be able to like know that you're expressing yourself and being understood you don't have to over explain and also just learning that some things that I thought was just personal is not because not everything that's listed in what ADHD is is actually what we experience they list very mm. generic parts mm. and I've really got to learn about 
yeah, who I am as a person. And also that it's very different. There's some things that people say, or I say, and I don't relate. Um, and that's also okay, just being able to see the whole spectrum. But like Kessie was saying, know that as I show up here, I'm actually being accepted as I am and I'm not being misjudged. Um, and there's something really special about that. I think it does allow you to go forward into spaces that aren't so safe, but remember that it's not a problem with you. It's, it's a lack of accommodation from them. Yeah. So, mm. Yeah. And also like, um like within a community like with any within any community you would have like I guess like the like you think of it as age let's say like you'd have like the newborns and then you'd have the mm. elders kind of thing and then the people in the middle and I feel like um sometimes I'll go to a workshop or a session and, and you'll meet people who, who are very fresh to like their ADHD um and so they're kind of there like they're they're wanting to learn and they're wanting support but then and then you'll get people that are like have known they have ADHD and they've learned to like manage it and they've got loads of tricks up their sleeve and things like mm. that and it's just like being a part of that and being able to like like mm. like a family just experience it all you know like get yeah. the support and give support and everyone mm. plays a role in it and it comes so naturally because we've all been through this struggle you know mm. So it's like we've all been there mm-hmm. um we've all been that person that doesn't know much about it and equally like we all we all want to become the person that like has an adhd down you know mm. yeah and the age range represents yeah, that as well nice, like, like yeah lovely yeah and i feel like you can't you it's not necessarily that no one thinks about you know whether or not someone is in their 50s versus someone in their 20s no, no, because no, somebody no. in their 50s literally just got diagnosed and the person exactly. in their 20s been yeah. known mean, about it for like, years it's yeah like, so it's yeah. like a, like it's like an adhd elder like yeah not, not with ADHD, <laughs> like you're just, you know it you know, you, know, yeah. you, know, you, know, you know what you're doing like you know how you're managing it and like, even just like with that even if their coping mechanisms aren't necessarily ones that work for you just knowing that someone that mm. has ADHD has gotten to that stage where they feel yeah. like yeah I've got this like I know yeah. what I'm doing like it's it's nice to see because we don't have um like I, there aren't really any other spaces where you could just go and do that, you know? do that. Mm. yeah in fact they tell you the opposite like the amount of yeah. ableism I hear where it's like oh oh you went to uni so you can't have ADHD yeah, like, yeah, yeah the assumption yeah. is if you do well you don't have it so being mm-hmm. able to see people that have like managed yeah, and succeeded yeah. and thrived mm-hmm. it's like oh I can do that too like or even mm-hmm. if I that's if I want to there's yeah. also people that just want to live a normal simple life and mm-hmm. that's also something to aspire to but being yeah. able to see the spectrum is like yeah I can yeah, place myself yeah. on it and yeah. it's like it defies like we live like in like a society right now that is very survival mode very like everyone kind of needs to be out for themselves in a way you know because with the way everything's going on right now um it's hard to to get yourself out of that like fight or flight um mm. so I think it's important to have community spaces where you're all kind of healing together mm. you know mm-hmm. like where it's known that that's what we're all doing together and it's like really going against like this capitalist mm. like individualized you, mm. you, you know like I think mm. that's why I think like these these community groups are so important like, why ADHD groups are important because it's just yeah. like an, a, a way a way to escape that and it works without following their systems and mm. yeah I mean, for everyone, doesn't matter where what your background is, you know, mm. like your financial background. I feel like ADHD, babes, has made me 
notice how often I apologize for my mm. symptoms and has made me more aware of that so I stopped doing that yes because yeah. uh, we, yeah. we we would literally just be like why are you why are you sorry stop saying sorry stop saying sorry yeah. stop saying sorry yeah. and it's so supportive it's like mm-hmm. no one else would be like that they would expect you to say sorry so because how dare mm. you Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, how dare you yeah, exist yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 and anyway it's I the same like, with crying I... as well like sometimes when people cry they're like sorry it's like nope no. <laughs> and that's for tears here you let it out you let it out babe yeah, yeah it's such a safe community and I think at least for me um even when we were talking about disclosing to friends and family, educating, once you get the confidence to share, it's still a challenge. Mm-hmm. So to be able to come to a space where it's just like, as you said earlier, like mask off, I don't need to be doing all of that. There's mm-hmm. nothing like that. So yeah, I'm just so grateful for that. And mm-hmm. I guess, can you even, I can't even imagine, like what, what do you think it would be like if you had the diagnosis and you hadn't started this community and it was just, yeah on paper and all these other spaces that you didn't feel like you could relate to anyone I yeah can you imagine what that journey with ADHD would be like if if you hadn't started this and you hadn't joined the community bring out those creative juices Mm. Um, literally as you were saying it like I was feeling my heart sink like that made me so sad (laughs) I don't know I no I don't know I remember Mm. remember when like that when I first like like started doing little um bits of volunteering and admin yeah, yeah. like every time we be like oh, thank you so much for yeah. <laughs> thank you so much thank you so much yeah. <laughs> because I literally don't like I don't know I don't know either <laughs> I, I don't know. know trust me I can't um imagine without it right no I mm. can't because I don't it's something it's something different like it's not um it's not, like it's nice to see like uh, videos and reels and stuff like that from like mm. black people with ADHD mm. that's like that's good and it's relatable but like it, it's like this is like a space you know like mm. this is a place where like it's like I don't know mm. and I like yeah, that it's, it's all day it's all day <laughs> all day don't stop mate yeah. I'm on the discord sometimes I'm like procrastinating at work and I'm like let me just see what people are adding on there. Okay, that's a good five minutes, and then I'll go back. <laughs> a little double tap. Yeah. A little laugh. Your a little heart. Get the introduction. I think, honestly, done. I think my, like, when I think about it, my confidence in myself as a person has increased drastically, not mm. in, and not in an outward way, more in just like a, in terms of acceptance of myself. Mm. Um, and I'm like, I'm on a journey of like recovering my self-esteem and like working through that. And I think without it, I definitely would not be as like inwardly at peace with who I am. Mm. Um, and I'm not like 100% there, but that thing of like having grace and having like self-compassion when I like forget things or, you know, I completely f- miss an appointment or whatever, like, or even I lose my temper, I'm, I'm just really upset in the morning and then really, really happy in the evening. Like all of those different parts of it, I feel like because I've, been in spaces where that's validated and I'm seeing other people say the same thing yeah. with because there's a, there's actually a courage to be able to just say out loud because like a lot of the time the strangers like especially when people are new mm. even though we all look the same like you're still coming and saying like your truth to a bunch of strangers so mm. people's courage in sharing has really allowed me to like embrace who I am mm. and even in terms of drawing boundaries it means that I'm actually more comfortable to be like I know this is not conventional I know that you know a neurotypical person wouldn't need you to to you know 
I don't know like don't ignore my message or let me know you're going to ignore me because it's going to it's going to really upset me I know no neurotypical person wouldn't need that Mm. but this is who I am and all the other good parts of me um if you're happy to take that then I'd really need you to take this part as well um so yeah I don't think I would be as confident in accepting that if if I didn't have this experience with ADHD babes babe you are amazing know that Oh, I mean, love ev- girl. everybody in the episode is but I like I don't, yeah. I, it hurts my heart because like seriously without this group I do not know like I've, mm. I've met such great people already mm. and I've only really joined since what six months mm. and like here we are do you know what I mean so mm-hmm. thank we're you. all behind you yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna turn my camera off <laughs> 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 And, and you t- it took courage for you as well because I think that like you could have just been struggling and being like well there's no opportunity oh, I, I, I can't relate to them and just you know struggle mm-hmm. but to actually be like no I'm gonna look for people like me like yeah. I'm gonna do this like thank you yeah. you've thank made you. it a little bit easier for everyone else who's like just yeah. starting their journey and looking for for groups and yeah. um what I think is the best thing about ADHD days which some of our international community won't agree with but <laughs> every t- like I mean like where's all the UK groups like mm. like mm. it literally just everyone's in America and I like I yeah. do feel a little bit like you know when we were younger we would listen to American music because British yeah. music wasn't there and obviously mm. you know like when grime and two step and stuff like that started to be a thing then we started to have our own like UK and I don't use the word urban but like black <laughs> scene because I don't understand how you jump everything in one category but um well yeah mm-hmm. but that was the same as well like all of the the people who have been investing in the time into looking at what the differences in people of color women non-binary people are in America and it's like mm. really annoying because it's like I, I want to join but it's always yeah. so late like why do you do it in the afternoon I'm not up at 11 p.m I should be in bed well I am up but I shouldn't be <laughs> don't enable me yeah exactly so it's really nice to kind of have somewhere where we can speak and have groups and stuff like that um mm. I know that obviously some of the babes who are in other countries I know we've got members who are in the US, in Canada, we've got people who are all over Europe. I feel yeah, the like, Caribbean. Yeah, yeah quite a few um, from Holland. Yeah. yeah. Mm. A lot, actually. <laughs> a lot, a lot. Yeah. I'm always so surprised. Fair. Like, yeah, It definitely yeah. shows it. that there's, there's just not enough out there. And like, yeah. it now they do have somewhere to kind of search. And literally, that's how I found you. I was just like, where are all the Black people at? Oh, that's like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't even remember how I found. I don't know, maybe Twitter or something. Maybe mm. I think mine yeah. was Instagram. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I pick up Instagram. Yeah, <laughs> who's in charge of Instagram? <laughs> <Is that you>? <laughs> <laughs> I have a question, though. What is your favorite part? Like, so it could like, is it uh, like one of the groups that you host, or one of the things that maybe happen? Uh, infrequently or it might be just an element like what's your favorite thing about ADHD babes because I know you guys run different sessions mm. um well I'm, I mean I don't really know what actual you session you run down for people who maybe don't know like of like okay yeah like what the, what the session? moment yeah, yeah absolutely so we do a fortnightly support group um 
which is yeah literally just a supportive space you can come speak about what's on your mind ask questions um it's all peer-led and then we have a discussion topic uh and that's every two weeks uh then we've got a monthly self-esteem like psychoeducation workshop again peer-led um like learning tools and understanding how self-esteem impacts us um twice a week we have peer-led journaling and art group slash body doubling so Kessie leads on art group I lead on journaling um so yeah you can either come and do art or journal or just like have someone to body double uh, sometimes we do the body doubling but yeah <laughs> <laughs> um so there's that and then we do um like offshoot stuff so we've had like quite a lot of creative events so like we've done drawing we've done painting we've done paper what is it paper oh, cutting collage. Collage, yeah. yeah, yeah, collage making. Yoga. Um, yeah, we were doing online. We did an online yoga series. Um, we've done like managing finances, managing your career with ADHD. Um, yeah, yeah, I've got that. Oh my god, yeah, we had the student support sessions. Mm. Um, and then recently we've been doing in person stuff. So we've gone theatre twice. We went this year um, with Al- at Almeida. Um, and then we've had like in person meetups. We have like planning a cooking workshop for this month um yeah so a bit of a mix but all things that will support us in our ADHD journey or at least bring us together um yeah and we all like because he's been working with uh, our like social media team Debbie to like create resources as well so we've got resources online at the moment um yeah did I miss anything Kessie? Um, full platter full yeah. platter well, we do, well we all, <laughs> but we also do um I don't know how you would say it. I, I feel like we we do a lot of um like people approach ADHD babes mm. um for like maybe they want like someone to appear on like the radio or like yeah. a blog or an article yeah um, or like a podcast or something um so like I'm, so I feel like I don't know sometimes we act like a bit of a middleman as well to like give opportunities out to the community and get like our voices yeah. heard yeah yeah definitely and more recently like um two babes who are writing their dissertations on black women and adhd came to like ask to interview people so even stuff like that would be good to get more literature on like our experience Um, no Um, no because we don't exist apparently yeah we We don't don't exist i'm not actually here yeah yeah just vibes we're on a different universe Different, yeah, um, metaverse. metaverse yeah, <laughs> somebody's a, G- a Marvel fan. <laughs> <laughs> Don't. Yeah. And now we know what ADHD babes does. What's your favorite? Oh, <laughs> well, I um, I do more like of the background things. Um, so right now I'm doing the website and the membership. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I actually really enjoy um, writing like I've never been like a manager or considered myself a manager but I really enjoy like working with the team of volunteers Mm. um, and like working like that collaborative setting is really nice and it's like challenging me a lot like a lot of it's brought up a lot of things that I have I've never had to address before um so that's like my favorite part of it right now so yeah not quite not not the sessions but I'd, I'd love the art group <laughs> but, um, you should you run it I do love the art group. 
that part for me because like obviously all our volunteers are like the members of our community as well and so it's just mm. like nice because when the creative ideas are start flowing and bouncing back it's just like mm. this is great like I love yeah. it and it just like defies anyone's stereotype about mm. like a whole team of like ADHD people you know love like it, love I love it. it basically <laughs> what Kathy is saying is um ADHD babes would love more volunteers we so would love more volunteers people be lining up be emailing us and again and again just in case you didn't hear ADHD babes at gmail.com please yeah so oh your, your turn now, now what's your favorite um oh it's hard I think I think across everything I think the feeling I get when people say stuff like this has really helped um like my self-esteem or this is like I feel like I'm part of something or you know this has really improved my well-being like any kind of response that is like something about the group has improved someone's like well-being or their quality of life always feels like a, oh this is worth the effort type mm. of thing um yeah because I just feel like the world is so cold sometimes and especially for black people especially for black women especially for like um black minoritized genders um so the fact that people come to a space that was just an idea is just like literally we're volunteers like we're literally volunteering time like no one's yeah. guided us to do it so the fact that from that effort and care people are like their life is actually better like someone yeah. said they um they like through us they got their diagnosis um they uh they like got their driving license and they literally didn't think they could mm. and they were like oh it might not be a big deal I was like no 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 it's a big deal <laughs> it's a big bad boy deal like yeah <laughs> do you know what I mean get like so just that like now your life is so much more open like you're do, like you're living the life that you want for yourself and stuff like mm. that I, I just I replay it and I'm like wow like that's that's actually deep and that yeah. makes me yeah it makes it all worth it. it makes me really happy and it feels like a, a purpose that I actually care about mm. um yeah that's a good answer both of you um we're gonna have to round up soon so for my last question i want to know what's next for adhd babes what are we missing so i know viv already kind of (laughs) slipped this already with the cooking workshop but Mm -hmm. what's going on (laughs) i'm throwing up gun size by the way Uh, we're, we're all from London if we're not in London. Yeah, yeah. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get with yeah. the lingo. You're not intimidated. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know the way that we used to like, you know, do, I mean, I, I I feel sorry. Like my friend who's based in the States, I'm always like, can you review like this fake American accent I have? Like what state am I from? Because it's just <laughs> But they do that with us now. Like we yeah, get they do. many accents and the London. So yeah, we two are trending. I yes, so. they know that about accents. <laughs> Like before there weren't any accents so yeah yeah oh, it was the queen's english yeah, the queen's you know and no one they, talks like that you on um tv shows i noticed whenever there's an english person on american sitcom they speak like the queen's english yeah, yeah. no no Diversity. i don't know anyone that speaks like that anymore no no, yeah. no but no Ever, my, friend, my no. entire life Top Boy Boy is doing a little thing or two like my friend was just like I was watching Top Boy the other day and this is so cool (laughs) 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 girl so actually like like, 
definitions. I'm like, yeah, it's quite fun actually. Yeah, this is, this is life. My cousin was literally like, so, so, cuz, have you been to Boulevard Farm? <laughs> <laughs> what? Get out! This is wrong. Oh my god! No, don't breathe. <laughs> sessions to start going and um which like i guess like more regularly mm. um but yeah but we're, we're trying to get it up and running first <laughs> yeah so skills to learn <laughs> yeah um, yeah so that's what's next and just have to like a bit more um security with like abc babes and its future yeah we're trying to get sustainable um and even though like I, I think Kessie you said last time we met it's like from the outside looking in because it, it's it's like everything runs smoothly like we do the sessions on time like we really have problems and whatnot and we have like you know we run to about three sessions a week um yeah where and with the support group there's up to 30 people each time and we're selling out each time so everything seems really smooth but actually like we're a really small team mm. um so <laughs> We really want to try and sustain ourselves so that we don't burn out. Because yeah. like, when I think about all the organisations that are grassroots and like peer led, they often burn out because they're not getting support. Um, mm. And so even if they get like a pot of funding, then it's hard to get a second pot, and then it's just really difficult. So we, yeah, so we want to like get ahead and try and make the model sustainable so that we can pay ourselves that yeah. it doesn't we don't get burnout out and like it can just keep growing. Mm. Um, so that's the aim, and then obviously like support like. It kind of reinforces that the community feel. Yeah, because yeah, um, we're like, run by ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and that people like just, it's a kind of like, kind of 
contribute what you can mm. yeah so that you know like that you are supported and you are wanted in the community as well yeah yeah but besides that small things we've got the workshop coming up um we haven't decided on the date yet but yeah mm-hmm. cooking workshops
Thanks for listening to this episode of ADHD Babes the Podcast. If you're a black woman or non-binary person and need help and support in managing your ADHD or advice on diagnosis, please visit ADHDbabes.com. No clinical diagnosis is required to join. Join us in two weeks for a new episode. Until then, all the love from the ADHD Babes team.